Hi and good evening, my lovely listeners. To you is speaking Khadija Akuk once again. Thank you so much for the many, many messages and support after listening to my previous podcast. I was obviously instantly delighted for the optimistic feedback and the desire to provide more content. Lately, I have been approached by Selina Ahankur, the founder of Anchor.be, for an interview about identity. Anchor designs products and experiences which honor feminine values like experience, surrender, vulnerability, and nourishment. They are building a platform to design life-changing experiences, bring women together, help them compose a fulfilling life, and enhance self-care. Selena decided to interview eight women, and I am very honored to be one of them. Perhaps it is also very important to you, after listening to the podcast, to think about those questions and try to answer them. Within a minute, I will show you or I will make you listen to the next podcast and interview done between me and Selina Ahankur. Take care. Hi everyone, this is Selina Ahankur. Welcome again at Anchor Podcast. This is the second episode of the season of identity. Um, as I said, I'm going to interview eight remarkable power ladies. And today I have one of these remarkable power women sitting in front of me. We're going to ask her about her identity who was she? Who is she now? And who wants? Um, who does she wants to become? So uh, stay with us. Hera. Okay, let's get started. Khadija, I've uh, contacted you because um, I know you. You are one of my few uh, guests that I really know. And I've always admired you, and I always thought because when I when I thought um, I had to interview some power women, a lot of uh, uh, names popped up in my mind, mm-hmm. and you were one of these women because um, um, to me you are a very inspiring and strong woman. And I hope the listeners know. I'm sure my listeners would think <laughs> the same way after the podcast. I've contacted you and I've asked you, do you want to do a podcast with me about that? theme of identity and you immediately said yes yes and uh, voila here we are and let's just dive in it with the first question what is identity to you well before I'm going to um, answer this question I I really feel honored because uh, of being here and I'm happy to uh, to be here and happy to uh, have you know that you're having me here and uh, Selena, when you asked me this question, as funny as it is, um, I really started thinking about my identity. I was like, what is actually mm-hmm. the answer of identity? And where do I come from? And what is it? And so many things came alongside. Um, because in my lifetime, I have always been struggling about my identity, about who am I actually? And um, apart from the fact that my parents are Moroccans, or I'm born and raised in Belgium, mm-hmm. studied in England. Right. And, and since my 16th of birthday, I've been a globetrotter. 
So yes. uh, who is Khadija actually? Even yes. when I got married, I first lived in Amsterdam. <laughs> That's what I mean. That's why I chose you because I didn't yeah. know all of these, but I I knew you had a, a, a unique path yeah. of identity. And actually, I am curious about really? who you. Yes, because I know you, but I'm still curious about what yeah. you're gonna say. Yeah. So please feed me. <laughs> Well, I was traveling from one country to another country, and when I meet people and they think of starting a simple conversation with me by asking me a simple question about yeah. who I am, I suddenly experienced this huge error in my mind because I need to explain a very big, um, you know, a very big thing to them, and yeah. I don't know where to start. So I prefer to become silent because yeah. a straightforward answer is too easy, too superficial. Yeah. But um, a long answer is, again, too much. It's like, okay, I just want to ask who you are. Don't give me a lecture right. about But the thing is, you need the explanation in order to understand who I am. Because you're not... I'm not... Um, you're not just, just you know, uh, born in one country and raised by two... Uh, just plain I, I and went normal. to a plane. Yeah. yeah, you are normal, but still different. But still very different. Yeah, and I need to explain that because when they say, "Oh, you're Moroccan," I I have to know everything about the Moroccan lady and about the Moroccan society and about Morocco itself. But I I don't know what to do. I mean, I don't know what to um, to say about that. So, for example, I I do not meet the conditions of how a Moroccan woman should be. And I don't drink beer and I don't eat pork like the Belgian people do. Yeah. So who am I? You're, so, uh, you're Khadija and you're unique. So yeah, tell us. Exactly. So tell us. <laughs> <laughs> and um, most, of, you know, most, and moreover, I, I don't feel connected with, towards the identity as in being a Moroccan lady from Morocco. Right. And I don't feel, if, you know, feel fully attached to the identity of me being born in Belgium as a Belgian as a Western lady. Yes, lady. exactly. So I, I don't fit in, in one world and I also don't fit in, in, exactly. in another world. So I just had to make my own world and that's, that's me. And um, yeah, like that. All right. That's very interesting. You had to make your own world. Is that, does that mean that's a world in between the Moroccan lady and the Western lady? Is yes. that a world in between? Yeah. Definitely. Is that who you are today? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, as if we speak about identity, then yes. I, you know, if, we, if you go to my ID card, I have a Belgian ID card, but I also have a carte nationale from Morocco. Yes, I have that too. <laughs> Very nice to have. Exactly. <laughs> Very nice to have that, you know, by so the way, if both. you're traveling. Yeah, and when I go to Morocco, they, they get really angry and they say, exactly. and I, you know, then They're... I have the privilege to, to you know, to, uh, to um, <laughs> pretend I don't speak Arabic. And I say, sorry, I don't speak any Arabic. With your scarf, because <laughs> I do that. Too, Khadija, but I don't wear a scarf because, like I said, for example, I don't feel connected towards the identity as in being a Moroccan lady yes. from Morocco, exactly. and I don't feel fully attached to the identity of me being born in Belgium as a Belgian lady. Yes, yeah, like I gave you the the example before, but I just want to tell you once when I was in Jordan and we were just you know discussing discussing a certain thing, one of the teachers she, she said to me. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, another country. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> exactly that. Like you're an Arab, but your mind is British. And, and, you know, I was silent and she made me think and ponder about, you know, the statement that she made. Yeah. Because what does she mean by it? That was my first question. And um, I, 
understand her in a way because I, I wasn't fond of the cultural uh, way of living that I saw in Jordan. Exactly. Yet I wasn't accepting fully the Western way of living either. I just created my own world. And how old were you when she asked you this question, Khadija? Um, I was, let me think, um, I was about 19, 20 years old. So you were actually an adolescent. Yes, so it exactly. Was, it was not a... Yeah. Okay, so it's, yeah. what is the right time to think about your identity. Exactly, yeah. And she you. I was already facing so many things. Yeah, uh, exactly. Because I was in England and there were a lot of Asian people around me. and But I come from Belgium and I have to understand... I've, I even met this girl and I was like... Oh, there is another girl from uh, from Belgium. She was here, and I was really happy because I I, I was really homesick, like for yes, three months. Of course. And I went to her and I said, "Oh, hello, Spirekia, Netherlands." And she said, "Tu parles français?" Oh. And I was like, "Oh my God, again! I'm not meeting <laughs> course, people yeah. from the same." <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, you know, from where I come from, yeah. I, I the, my whole life I had to just move on with everything that comes along in yeah, my life. Yeah, and make, and make the best of it. Yeah, exactly. um, maybe a question to make things clear for the listeners. Yeah. You, you went to England yeah. to boarding school, yes. to Islamic boarding school, yeah. to study uh, the Islam yes. and everything that comes with it, yes, like the Quran, exactly. the Islam, the yeah. right. And you stayed there how long? For three years. And how old were you when you went to England? I was 16. That's a very important yes. and dangerous age to leave yeah. home <laughs> and still. to go to another country. Was that yeah. your decision? Yes, definitely. I was so like happy and I couldn't wait. I just never felt, um, I, I never felt like in Belgium to be myself because even here I wasn't accepted when I was when I decided to wear my headscarf there was so much um, you know uh, how do you say it like no you shouldn't wear it and there were so many judgmental uh, things about your father he made you right. wear it or your your or your uh, you know brother and we know that yeah thing, like yeah. all this stuff and yeah. you know if they just let me be myself probably I would have wore it for one day and the next day I would wear something else. A hat maybe. Yeah, a yeah. hat or, some, or nothing. Yeah. Just, you know. A ponytail. Yeah, exactly. But they made me think. Yeah. They were actually the reason of me thinking, how come a headscarf heeft zoveel stuff doen op Yeah, oh my God. Let's translate that. How how come a headscarf, like when we say so much stuff doen op make so much noise. Exactly. exactly and right? I was like, why and I could still understand. it's still the, it's still the case by the way it's not yeah. it's never gonna stop it's never yeah gonna exactly stop. so so you went to, to boarding school when you were 16 until you were 19 uh yes yes and then uh, was that period uh, significant in shaping your identity in making you the woman you are mm -hmm. today and if so in what way well, um, to be honest, I was actually in an Islamic environment with yeah. only ladies, yes. so there were no uh, boys, and we were not allowed to uh, go out of the building. Mm -hmm. And um, so, actually, um, I feel really strong, and I and that's when we come to identity. Uh, I believe it is kind of a little bit of your own character. You are born with it. Because I could, I could have, you know, go with the flow and accept everything and their way of living. Because I have seen many things, cultural things from Asian people, the way they get married. But I never embraced their way of living. I never said, okay, I will settle for this. I was always like rebellious. And, and I, I always decided to use the Islamic religion um, in order to feel free. It was funny, actually. So 
um, I decided to ask myself, who am I? Like, who am I really in character, in life, in situations, in uh, making decisions? Right. They define actually my identity. Who is they? They, like those characteristics, the way okay. I, I deal in situations, like do I steal? Do I lie? Like your personality. Yes, exactly. But it, that's yeah. what I think really defines my character and my identity. Your character, but yes. who defined your character? Me. You, God, along the eyes. way. Yeah. Okay. He, he so you. Me. Okay. So you mean like you when you when you uh, when you get born, yeah. you come with uh, with a certain type of character, which yes. is true. Yeah. And then you go along your life yeah. and then you meet uh, education you meet a parenting exactly. uh, yeah. environment and they shape you as well yeah if they you shape, allow that yes. and it doesn't matter what you do in life like for example i'm a coordinator in a in a daycare and i've been a islamic teacher i'm a traveler i did photography these are all the things that i did but my character defines how i deal with all these things mm -hmm. and i think it's greater and when you ponder about it deeply it's 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 more than just um yeah uh, my identity is i'm moroccan and i'm belgium i i think it's it's of course. not of course. Uh, it's not to, you know because people also have an idea of who is a Moroccan lady or who is yes. a, a Belgian lady, yes. how is she supposed to be? And that's why I think um, defining my identity is uh, those characteristics, they define Khadija and who she really, really is. Okay. And the way you deal in situations. Yeah, your, exactly. Okay. Your norms and your values in yeah, life. That's, 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 I think, the, that's like the beautiful, because you can be born in a certain uh, culture, yeah. but you you can feel odd. So yes. who are you? Yeah, and, exactly. And there are so many people, they live or they are born in, 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 a, in a kind of society, but they don't feel home. So they're going to keep on searching and searching and searching. And when you said before you were 16, it's crucial when you go to a different yeah. country, yeah. yet it didn't hold me back in being who I am. But actually, I admire you because if I think about myself when I was 16, if I had the chance to go to a boarding school, I was mm. probably partying. Yeah. To be maybe, honest. Yeah, but maybe I maybe. would have done it as well, but I didn't because... When you're there... I didn't have this option, first of all. And second of all, I, I wasn't thinking about that because I was thinking about greater things. I was like... Yeah. I was thinking about stuff too big, actually, for me. For your age. Yeah, or yes. too big. And I just embraced it and I felt yeah. challenged about it and I yeah. just moved along. And you stayed there three years and then yeah. you came back to Belgium? Yeah, I came back from to Belgium and I, you know, I had this idea of how an Islamic woman should be. And I mm -hmm. was always um, thinking about freedom, 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 freedom. And everyone was saying she's oppressed, 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 oppressed. And I want to say no, she's free because, you know, God, he also said that um, uh, there is no compulsory in religion and you should do things towards God in a loving way. And, right, and, exactly. And if, what, what, what do we have if we, if we have someone and she does everything, but she doesn't do it because of her, you know, love for, for Allah towards yes, Him? Exactly. And, and that, um, that picture, I didn't lose it. I kept it and I held it. And I, yeah. I, I it's actually my journey to move on. That's yes. why I really, I don't like judgmental people from oh. both sides. Yes. From both me sides, neither. Western sides and yes, also the Islamic sides. Yes. Yeah. But to judge is um, something that your brain does automatically 
um, towards things just to have an idea. And maybe those things, I'm not talking about judging people's um, appearance or judging, but the brain has an automatic um, way of judging something to keep you safe. But we, we, we people, we, 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 we lose that control mm -hmm. over when to judge and when not to judge and when to accept the judging, the automatically judging that your mind does. Yeah. And we start judging each other for everything exactly. and thinking and yeah. having a thought. Because when you see someone with a headscarf yeah. and you have never seen a headscarf, it's normal that you ask yourself, why is she wearing that? Yeah. What's exactly. the idea behind it? Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, because me, I am extremely interested in Judaism. Yeah. I am of like, course, why, why are you wearing that wig? It's the same <laughs> thing as hair. So if hair is, you know, yeah. seducing, so is a wig. Yeah. So I don't understand. Yes. But I will never say that. So Hadija, it's very nice um, talk about where you came from, yeah. what you did, and what shaped your identity. Mm -hmm. And for you, your character characteristics mm -hmm. shaped your identity and personality yeah. shaped your identity um who you were born with uh, partly yes right yeah so uh, tell us who are you today well if i look at myself um i see myself today as a very independent woman uh, i know what i want in life and i know where i want to go uh, the people I love are very dear to me, so I would do anything for them. And I accept that some people come along on my path, but may all, all also only be a chapter. That's okay. Yes. You know, you Visitors. can... Yeah, exactly. They, they can come and go. And before I used to cry a lot and say, oh my God, why? But now it's like, thank you. Yeah. I just embrace the fact that they have been a chapter because I've learned many things. And now I'm yeah. telling you... By. Perhaps mm -hmm. we may see each other again, but then, you know, we will see. Yeah. Um, uh, also, uh, moving on with the conviction that God is in control and that I only need to trust him is a very satisfying feeling. Because the script me. is already written. Exactly. So Because let yeah, it go. I just let it go as well. And that enjoy. Way. Exactly. And um, I, I really want to make this statement because, you, as you said, I, I wear a headscarf. I yes. am free and I am not oppressed. And the choices I make in life are really mine. They're not someone else's, both the good and the less good. I don't say bad because even the bad I want to embrace and learn from it. So it's good in the end of the day. And um, no one is responsible for myself but myself. That's very important to know. That's in, in your case that yeah. way. But you, do you believe that in, in case of other women, that is not the fa a fact that they're um, completely responsible and in control of their own decisions? Well, do, um, do you like, and do you see that I, I around you? You know, when you? I see someone who's like feeling miserable and not happy, I always think what a loss, you can change it. Yeah. You can really change it. You know what the thing is? Taking the step to change is very difficult. You can see it as a gay guy, you know, when he's uh, in a locker. He doesn't get out of the locker because, you know, he's scared of the environment and this right. and that. And he knows he will face a lot of, um, uh, you know, a lot of, um, how do you say it? Turbulations mm -hmm. and people not accepting him, etc. But when he, once he, he does that and he goes through the, the trial of, 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 you know, feeling really, you know, hurt and everything and not accepted, in the end, he will be accepted anyway. Yes. It will happen. So I think, um, I do believe that you have to take a step 
in, in changing your life, but you also have to take the circumstances with it. Yeah. And if you stay in the same position, yes. well, you will, you will not change. You will, you you will be stay. safe in yeah. your comfort zone, yeah. but nothing will change. No, exactly. And um, so um, you were telling us that you're, you, you are in control of every decision that you make. Yes. You are not suppressed. You are free. Exactly. You are independent. You yeah. do what you please, when you please. And yeah. all the decisions that are yours, even the less good. Yeah, Because exactly. at the end of the day, it's, it's even the wrong decisions are less They helped me. The wrong decisions helped me more than the more right ones. I was going to say that. Yeah. They probably... they. I never tell... I used to have students. I never used to tell them, don't make mistakes. I always used to say, if you make mistakes and you fall down, get up again. That's it. Yeah. That, that's what you need to do. Just get up. Yeah. yeah. And move okay. on. Mm -hmm. And um, so when I make mistakes, I, I, I have to understand I need to take full responsibility. Don't say it's your fault or your fault or your fault. You, it's your life and you are mm -hmm. in control. So go for it. And that's, yeah. that's something really um, very important to me as a woman to embrace and love myself in spite of all the opinions people have. Mm -hmm. In spite of all what they have, it doesn't matter. I have to, um, I have to detach myself. And then I have to think and be alone and talk to God in my way. Yes. And then I have to move on. Yeah. And it helps. Yeah, it yeah. helps. I know. I can do that as well. Go within is the only way. Yeah. Don't search for solutions outside. No. Go no. into your room, lock the doors. Exactly. Blind yeah, everyone needs it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, blind the, the windows. <laughs> Sit down. And that's it. Don't go, you know, you have to ventilate. You have to talk to people, of course. Yes. But do not expect too much of solutions. No, no. Every solution is in prayers. Is it within you? Is it within yeah, you? exactly. It's going to be shown. Yeah. So, Khadija, my last question to mm -hmm. you. Who or what contributed to your current identity? Also, this question um, is a very nice question. And I... I Straight away, when I thought about this question, I thought about struggles. Right. Definitely struggles um, that I faced in my life, yeah. they, they contributed to who I am today. And without those struggles, I wouldn't be me. I wouldn't be sitting here telling you my story because probably I would feel too nervous to, you know, uh, right. like, you know, no, 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 let someone else do this. Or even though if I look into my heart, you know, Khadija now in front of you is the real Khadija. Mm -hmm. How I was when I was eight years old, nine years old. Because I was, I was, I always wanted to be a journalist. I used to go in front of the mirror and you, and I, I didn't know Arabic. That would then. suit you. And I would, I was, I would just, you know, do like this. So you just you were reciting a piece of Quran because that was the only Arabic that you knew. Exactly, oh my God! Amazing. And I was always, you know, looking at Al Jazeera, and I was, you know, I was looking at Shirin. She always used to say, Shirin Abu Akli, Al Jazeera, Ramallah. <laughs> and I was, you know, and um, so, in a way, some, you know, that's why I'm thinking identity is your character. It's like who you are born with. Exactly. It's your talent. It's what God gave you as a gift. Yes. Yeah. But you need struggles. To shape it. Yes. Yeah. You, you, it's like diamonds. You need, you have diamonds, but you need to, uh, you need to shape it in order to shine, shine bright like yeah. a diamond. <laughs> shine bright like a diamond. Would you change yeah. something, anything no. from your past? A no. decision, a person, a, a path that you walked, that you said, that you think, no. No. Would you change anything? No, maybe if you have asked me this question uh, like a couple of years back, I probably would have said yes. 
But now you were. But no, now at this very moment, I am so so thankful for everything, even the tears that I had, the loneliness. Yeah. Um, you know, when I was standing alone, yes. and I, I I came across you know tough decisions I yes. had to make. You know, the breakup I've been going through it was really really difficult. And at that moment, obviously, I was really angry and I was you know frustrated. Uh, yeah, emo- I was really like so emotional and. Um, I was also expecting you need to help me. I am really like you know I'm sad and I'm this and then I I had this feeling in my in my heart and in my mind I don't need you. I don't need people. If you really want to be a queen, you need to stand by yourself. Right. And you, you need only in my situation because everyone sees it differently. I only need God. Yes. And if I have Him, then I don't really care about anyone else. Right. And that's right. that's the way I live my life. Not for you. Not for you to lift to 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 lift you up because you know at the end of the day, um, having a community of networking with each yeah. other, it's it's a nice thing. But of at course, the end of the yeah. day, you're have you're gonna be the one who have to do it yeah. for you. Exactly. You're yeah. gonna be the one who have yeah. to stand up, wipe the tears yeah. in front of the mirror. Yeah. And talk to yourself that you're strong, you can do that. Yes. No one is with you when you're yeah, because, at you your know, lowest. The thing is, um, uh, no, I could, I could have never done that if yeah. I, if I didn't go through the pain. Right. So um, the hardship and the, the loneliness, um, I always sought safety in, in the earlier. But, you know, while I love adventure, yeah. I, I, uh, I wanted more, yet I chose less. Because the environment led me to believe that. Right. Don't, don't do too much. Just, you know, and, and the fire in yeah. me always Settle used down. to say, no, go. go forward. And sometimes I used to settle and think, Halas, okay, th- th- this is it. Yeah, but but when the fire is there, it will not be, dis- you know, it will not be, how do you say it? Um, I know what you mean. Like, but I don't, yeah, it, it, delighted. Like, exactly. Uh, it will, it will keep on firing. Even up. if it's a little flame. Yes. The flame will still be there and you, you will keep feeling that urge to. Yes. Yeah. To you know how my mom calls the flame? How? Sar. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh she knows God. like the flame. I'm like, no, mom, that's passion. Yes. Like yes. you have that too. Yeah. It's, it's still in you because, yeah. but that it, it's true. The flame is small, and from the moment that you feel you want to do this, like the urge is there to do more. But to be honest, like, I think it's really funny that she names it like that. Sad, because like the, the urge, like yeah. the burning desire, the yeah, passion exactly. to go to do more, to see more. And I, uh, yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. Okay, Khadija, we are going to end this podcast. It was, I enjoyed it so Me much. Me too, honestly. Really. It was nice speaking to you, to be honest. Me yeah. too. I didn't, I didn't expect what you were going to say. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> just gave you the, the, you know, to prepare yourself, but yeah. I, I am, I am surprised. Oh, that's nice. Actually, I'm, 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 I'm really, really surprised and I'm, I'm loving this. But to end this uh, podcast, um, could you speak directly to the listeners? I'm sure a lot of women can relate with you or, you know, know where you came from. Can you speak directly to listeners and tell them what it is for you that is so valuable mm-hmm. and that life taught you along the way? Yes, definitely. I am really inspired by Oprah Winfrey. Me too. By yeah, the way. I, I really think she's, uh, she's amazing. Me too. Yeah, Me too. Really. I love her. And um, when I was reading and I usually listen to her uh, talks, she said something that really hit me and I feel um, uh, in my way of life, I, 
I, you know, I also came across this and she said, I live in the space of thankfulness. Um, and for that, I have been rewarded a million times over. Really? Yeah, that's what she wow. said. And she also said, I started out giving thanks for small things. Wow. And uh, the more thankful I became, the more my bounty increased. That's because for sure, what you focus on, on expands. When, exactly. Yeah, when you focus on the goodness in life, you create more of it. Yeah, I and just, yeah. Exactly. So, I wrote a quote about it yeah. today for Anchor. And focus. The, you know, the, the, the nicest thing that, that why it hit me so, so much is because I am inspired by what Allah said in the Quran. Because He said, it brings me to one of my favorite verses in the Quran, in Surah Ibrahim, verse 7. He said, لَإِن شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ If you're not thankful for what you have, you're not going to get more of that. No, right? if you are thankful. So he says, if you are thankful yeah, for what you have, I will yeah, give you more. Exactly. So he okay. said, and remember when your Lord proclaimed, if you are grateful, I will certainly give you more. So if we start being more grateful for the things that we get in life and, um, uh, you know, be less judgmental, yes, then that would be nice. And also the that love. would be amazing. Yeah. And I, I really want to tell you guys, those who are listening to this, that we should be really thankful. The grass isn't greener on the other side. It really yes. isn't. The grass is greener where you water it. Exactly. Very nice. Where you water it, yeah. not where it's greener. Where no. you put your water and your focus and your working. Yeah, and exactly. it reminds me that my, you know, my plants are dead. <laughs> oh my God. Hurry up at home and give them some water. But I, I, it's very interesting that you say that, Khadija, because um, I had this journal, the six-minute journal. I yeah. bought it. You can buy it, by the way, guys. Six-minute oh, yeah. journal. <laughs> yeah. And it focuses on being thankful. It is a, a, a journal that goes for six months. Oh, wow. And every day, you have to write in that journal twice a day. In okay. the morning for six, for three minutes and in the evening for three minutes. Mm -hmm. like, that's why it's called Six Minute Journey. Yes. And it focuses on the things that you're grateful. And it starts like that. I am grateful for. And it's, it's really, really small things that you start with. I am grateful for that I got in the car this morning mm -hmm. and it was freezing and my, and my car started without an issue. Oh. I am grateful for that um, I had, um, I have heat. It's cold outside and my house is warm. I am grateful for, so I did this for six months oh, and wow. my life changed drastically. Oh wow! I, I did like not that. expect you were going to end this podcast yeah. with that, but <laughs> this is so ironic and not coincidence, but being thankful, learning to be thankful changed my life. Oh wow. I, I really from a like depression, yes. from a very, very deep to being extremely happy. Yes. And it is a true that you get more. Yeah, like of course. Blessings Definitely. come along the way because yeah. you're thankful. So that's so amazing that your advice to the listeners. <laughs> so my pleasure. Thank you so much, Khadisha, for coming. Thank you for I having would, me. I, it was an honor. To uh, me as well, It was even <laughs> fun. <laughs> yeah, we loved. We need to do this, do, to do this more often. Yeah, 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 yeah. We need, we need to go. To write away our emotions. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring a microphone and hide it under the table, by the way. <laughs> I, I just know for sure that whatever you're going to say is going to be inspiring. No, yeah. and, and We're trying. We just, you're you know, amazing. Both of us. Thank really. you so much for, uh, guys, I will give you um, a little... Um, 
Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the interview with Selina Hankor and I also hope that these questions will inspire you to look deeply into your life and your identity. I'm happy to receive your feedback. Have a nice weekend. Exploranza blog. Hallo beste mensen en een hele goede avond. Het is zover. De afgelopen dagen is het spel beginnen rollen en mensen begonnen massaal te reageren. Maar om degenen die hier niets over weten een korte samenvatting te geven, vraag ik jou om aandachtig te luisteren. Weldra opent er een zaak in het Antwerpse, Explorenza genaamd. De spanning liep hoog op. De mensen werden nieuwsgierig en begonnen te raden wat Explorenza eventueel kon zijn. Wij hebben besloten om degenen die het project raadt een prijs aan te bieden. Met tips en creatieve flyers die de volgers op weg konden helpen, hebben wij velen kunnen inspireren. Wij hebben enorm veel DM's gekregen, reacties op Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp en zelfs audio's. De reacties waren fantastisch. Zometeen bellen wij de winnaar op en kondigen de prijs aan. Maar eerst leggen wij je uit wat er binnenkort in Antwerpen zal bestaan. Al van mijn 16-jarige leeftijd heb ik het ouderlijk huis verlaten en ben ik afgereisd naar Engeland. Daar heb ik drie jaar gewoond. Ik heb de smaak te pakken gekregen en reizen begon een tweede levenspad te worden. Van Jordanië naar Griekenland, Amerika, Cyprus, Thailand of Bali. Geen enkel land was te ver. En alles was spannend. Explorenza is gekozen op basis van de vele reizen die de afgelopen jaren hebben plaatsgevonden. De vrijheid van reizen, nieuwe mensen leren kennen, culturen ontdekken heeft mij altijd geïnspireerd en enorm gefascineerd. Ik hou van passioneel bezig zijn, dagelijks in de sfeer zitten van nieuwe mensen en uiteraard exploring alles wat nieuw en leuk is. Het is een vakantiegevoel waar ik iedere dag mijn job van wil maken. Dus hebben wij besloten om een vakantieoord te creëren waar je lekker kan ontbijten. Het is een plek waar iedereen, maar dan ook iedereen van over heel de wereld welkom is. Het zal de hotspot worden van Antwerpen, waar je verhalen, ideeën en nieuwe mensen kan ontmoeten en leren kennen. Welkom bij Explorenza.be.